Okay, well, this game was released, what, 2006, which makes it... Uh, my maths is gone now. Old. 24. No. What? what? 24? No, 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 not 24. Oh, no, forget I said that. No, it's not 24. <laughs> Damn. Like 16. Like, there we 16. go. 16. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Critical Arcade Podcast. I'm your co-host Nick. And I'm Dave. Yes, hello Dave. <laughs> hello Nick, are you well? Maybe I should add that to more than just that I am Dave. I should ask you are you well in the same segment so it doesn't feel like it dies. It's. I do appreciate it when you ask me if I am well <laughs> because with you asking me that does make me well. Ah, yes, it's the healing powers of, of, of <laughs> the, uh, pol- the healing politeness. Powers of gener- <laughs> yeah. Politeness, yeah. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> what game are we doing today? Today, uh, let's jump right into this, shall yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Today we're doing um, a different game. Today, I think, is the first time that we are doing an Xbox exclusive game. Yeah, I was thinking right? that same thing. It's the first exclusive, yeah. Very much so. Well, the first exclusive, the first Xbox exclusive. So, I, I mean the ex- first exclusive we've reviewed. No, no, we've done Mario Sports Mix. That's a Wii exclusive. Oh yeah, okay. Kinda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get you. You're, yeah, you're yeah. Right. And Digimon World, which is which is the pile of shit exclusive. Yeah, but can you even call that an exclusive? To account, PlayStation was pretty much the only console <laughs> out at that time. Yeah, okay, you're right. Was. You're right. You I'm are just right, being mean. But, I'm just yeah, being you mean. Okay. Right. Anyway. Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, this week we are reviewing Gears of War, which um, I need to be completely honest. I've never played a single entry in that franchise in my life before. Never. That is so, so, so wrong. Like, on <laughs> I'm so right, many I can't levels. help it. All my friends growing up had PlayStations. Yeah, <laughs> none, well, of, just, none of them had I, Xboxes. There's always that competitiveness between Xbox and PlayStation, and obviously we know which side you're on. Oh yeah, <laughs> but like I said, I was I was I granted I was Xbox, especially in that era of console. Don't get me wrong, I had a PlayStation One, Two, um, and then I jumped to Xbox because I, I just thought it was the better console. Uh, obviously, yeah. I think it did win the console war of that year. I might I may be wrong. that generation. What was it? Yeah. Xbox Three Sixty, PS Three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, you can't did. include the Wii because the Wii actually blew them out of the water sales wise. But yeah, X, <laughs> yeah, Xbox versus PlayStation Three. I'm pretty sure Xbox won that one because they had the better. Yeah, the 360. And, it was yeah. better, but just because mm. the PS3 was built very weird. Yeah, and they didn't have much support. In my head, I can't even think what their exclusives were. What Killzone? Or they had Killzone. Oh well, okay, they had all the Uncharted, the original oh, yes, Uncharted, the Uncharted games, but they came in. I don't, know, they, I don't know, but my mind's saying me they came in quite late after the release, or am I wrong? Like, compared to I Gears. I think the, the last two came in quite late, I think. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, a big, anyway. I'm, a, I'm a big 360 fan. I actually think it is, it's still one yeah. of my favourite consoles. I think it's actually a very good console. I think I can count on my hand the amount of times I've played on a 360. It's, oh. it's really not a lot. The 360 oh, well. is something I... Yeah, so this, it's this not version, a console I've played on a lot. With this version you played, then, Gears of War, what did you play? The PC version? Yes, I played it PC on the PC Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, no, I figured as much. Which is, you know, mm. it's a fantastic deal, right? Yeah, oh, no, the Game Pass is, is very good. Yeah, I'm very tempted myself. I haven't got it yet, but it is a, it's. But you played with the controller, right? Because it must be, it would be mental yeah, I've to got, play with I've keyboard. got myself a Logitech something something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I played with this Logitech something something on Game Pass. The, what was it? Gears of War Ultimate Edition, which is a remastered edition. It's... Hmm. It worked. It worked. Yeah, like I said, I played on my Xbox version just because if you're going to play it, I play the original and I have it and it's already set up. Okay, wait, so you played the original version on an original 360. That's right. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, fun. it's fun to dust these things off every once in a while. <laughs> quite excited to get into this conversation. No, it's it's going to be... It's, we, it's, might, we might have some differing opinions. No, I agree. What was it? It was released 2006, which is... Yes. Yes. This game was released... No, you actually know a bit more about this game than I do, so how about you take lead? Okay, well, this game was released, what, 2006, which makes it... 
Uh, my maths is gone now. Old. 24. No. What? what? 24? No, 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 not 24. Oh, no, forget I said that. No, it's not 24. <laughs> Damn. Like 16. Like, there we 16. go. 16. 16 years ago. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 16 years ago uh, by Epic Games, which, of course, everybody's heard of Epic Games now because yeah. of Epic Store and Fortnite's. And oh, and the Unreal Engine, right? They, they, I think they developed it, didn't they? That's your side of things. Not entirely. Sure. I think so. Yeah. Like you said, the Unreal, you know, the 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 the, the graphics engine everybody uses or today or oh, I believe that, I believe that's that Epic. Time. I believe that's Epic. So. It is. It is. It is the Unreal Engine signed by Epic Games. Yeah, but the Gears of War was the definitely the 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 opening franchise. I think. Am I right? Let me see. Okay. At least it was the one that got them on the radar, people's radar, so to speak. Because yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember. Were you? I remember the first time I even heard of it. Did you ever see the advert, the TV advert, the TV spot for Gears of War? No, I did not. No. Oh, whoa! This advert, <laughs> it hands down one of my favorite adverts of all time. Oh. Have you not? Um, you know the characters, uh, Marcus Phoenix or the the lead guy? I. No, Marcus Phoenix. I just know Marcus Phoenix, the yeah, guy with the bandana. That. Yeah, that's right. There was a there was a TV spot where it's him uh, running around a, a, a desolated, dystopian uh, world, uh, and with the song "Mad World." Do you know the song? <gasps> oh, By... yes, 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 yes. I have seen this. That, that, I have seen this. That was an amazing. I remember. I well, sixteen years ago, so I was a teenager to some degree. Uh, I remember yeah. seeing that, and I thought that was the greatest video game advert I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that prompted me into buying an Xbox and getting Gears of War, because I just thought that was so well done. It really was a well done little bit, little, very, quite a short advert. Um, I think, And I, I remember that's what got me hooked straight away. I think it prompted a lot of people to get a 360 and mm. the game, as adverts do, but it being a good advert actually advertised the game well. Did you say the game did the advert justice? Was the game a good game? Uh, yes, I think especially it, it had this perfect release time, to be honest with you. Yeah. It coincided with the release of the Xbox 360. The PlayStation 3 had very little going for it yet. Don't get me wrong, the PlayStation 3 has some decent games now. But at that, it had this perfect release date. And somebody very clever with the, the publishing or the advertising, they planned this so well. And okay. the game was it came up to it came out to a great success, the very first one, because it was you know, it was we were all looking at the new graphics engine and what it could do and how stories could be done. It was, you know, it was the it was still kind of in that era where we're like, oh, PlayStation is finished and look what you can now get. So it was still the hype of the consoles. And then yeah. they released they released Gears of War, that really great period where there was nothing else like it and and there was the advert and there was it was eighteen I think it's eighteen. Um, it was gruff and it was gritty. I don't know. It was just some perfect marketing, in my opinion. And it was, it, like I said, it was pretty much one of the key reasons Xbox 360 outsold PlayStation by a huge margin early off because the Gears of War game was so. Yeah, like I said it was so good, but there is a there's a little bit that you got uh, a bit of um, <laughs> take it with a pinch of salt. It was so good for its time. <laughs> like, okay, of course. Um, it was. It really, but I, 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 t- I totally get that. I do get it. I think it was. You hit the nail on the head. It was released at the absolute perfect time because um, it is <laughs> actually a product of its time. If something yeah. like that were to release now, I don't think it'd get a lot of traction. No, I agree. It, it, it's it's. But it was. It's one of those. Like I say, I like to call it like a legacy game because it spearheaded a lot of the things we see today. Even yes. back then. Yeah. Again, it's also a great co-op. It was built with a really solid co-op, just like Halo games and stuff like that. Because that was the era we were in. The whole uh, multiplayer thing hadn't really. Yeah. It, had, it was doing okay, but it hadn't kicked off to be this massive yeah. esports giant that it is now. So this co-op at home, playing with your brother or whatever. On a, and it was solid. It worked quite well. Yeah, again, it was another well, another feather in its cap because it did it really successfully, which was on the, I think it was on the tail end of Halo, I think, or did Halo, I can't remember which one came out first for the Xbox 360. I'm guessing Halo came out first with 360. I think well. so too, yeah. Yeah. But it again, it just came out in that perfect time. It showed what the new graphics capability was and... 
And it was, like you said, I, I'm a bit biased because it was, yet again, another fun memory co-op with my brother. And and it was just a, a great all-round time. And it, but that's nice. I no, think, is it is. A lot. A lot of people has the, memory, has the same memories for Gears of War as they do the Halo franchise. Yes, right? I agree. Mm. Late nights, uh, uh, LAN co-op parties, mm. just you and a bunch of your friends sitting around playing uh, Halo or Gears of War. A lot mm. of people have those memories. No, I agree, and that's one of the one of the things I actually find that um, well, when when we re- review games, we we get to add that pers- personal aspect to it because yeah. there is that aspect to gamers out there. You know, there are lots of games that aren't great, but you've got a fond memory, or this happened, or it helped you through this. And this is one of those games where. I'm sure it's not just myself, but just sitting down with your friend or your dad or your, or your bro or whatever you have. And it's just so much fun to do that. It's, and it's got some great memories. And I'm sure it must be great memories for thousands upon thousands because it's sold. Yes. Oh, for Hell, sure. You can find them now everywhere. Like even in secondhand shops, you'll find Gears of War games going for, for $2 <laughs> or something like that because it's, it's sold in its millions upon millions. Yeah. But in my opinion, rightfully so, it is a, a great game. Uh, what, Gone. Okay. No, I was going to push us on to narrative. No, I was going to say, like I said, do you want to jump straight into the, the narrative and the, the, yeah. the synopsis of the whole thing? No, Let's go on with the narrative. You've not, like I said, you've not delved into this whole, like there's what, there's six or seven games now, right? I know oh. there's a few spin-offs and there's the mainstream five, I think. Um, yes, yes. That's how I understand it. There are five mainstream games ending with Gears 5 that just released the other year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... So, and I have got no clue what is going on. I've played a couple of hours of this game, and (laughs) that is my extent of my Gears of War knowledge. So how about you take us away? It was one of those cool things, like, uh, you know, like you were talking about Overwatch, where they had, granted, they released videos to fill out uh, character development and stuff like that, right? Gears of War also, when it first came out, had, um, I think it potentially still going, they had a comic book uh, franchise going that fleshed out the characters and their histories and um, oh is this the same comic book available in game uh y- yes i think so yes there, there was there were some versions that came in game but they also got released by you know in comic book shops i don't know which company but oh. a dark horse maybe i don't i'm not yeah, yeah but it got released alongside and even um gears of war judgment is a prequel to the story between two of the characters baird and cole which gives you fleshes out their reasonings to why they're in Cog, the the, the Gears of War army. Um, so there was a lot, like I said, if you just jump into the game, it feels a little like, like okay, what, we're, we're here, we're in a dystopian world, and we're shooting these things, and and you're not entirely sure what happened. Um, but I think that's the plan was that you you then delve into the other things to 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 build to so you could understand the the, the situation you're in. Well, fundamentally. Right. The situation was there was a, um, I think they called it a resurgence day or something like that, where locusts, all of a sudden an enemy never heard of, uh, spawned from underground and killed 25% of, it's not even Earth's population, this is a fictional world, so the human species killed 25% of it within 26 hours. And so now uh, a planet that was warring against each other now had to stop fighting each other and take on the locusts and... That's the scenario. Uh, we have to uh, the 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 story for the first one is that you have to find uh, mask out their tunnels underground so that we can hopefully sink it so that we can blow all their tunnels up. That was the the entire premise of the first one. But of course, the first mission I'm sure you must have played. You had to crack um, Marcus out of jail because yes, yeah. Again, you don't really know why, but he got um, uh, what's it called? A dishonorable discharge from the army years ago for doing something or other. I can't actually remember. But so that's the premise. You're taken over by underground. Very much reminds me of H.G. Wells' The Time Machine. I don't know if you've ever watched or read that book where there's the. Sorry, I'm going off tangent, but there's the Morlocks that used to live underground. <laughs> and, and just, I know, it's, it's screams like that's a weird influence into a H.G. Wells book into a modern game. But I don't know. No, was, I don't know that. That was cool. But, but like one of the things, narratively, the story is relatively simplistic, especially the first one. You're a group of bad yes. guys. You shoot. You're good no, guys. I got that. You shoot the bad guys. You need to plant a bomb in a big hole. That's funny. I got that. Yeah. It was. It wasn't long into the game where I realized what this narrative 
is and what it was going to be for the remainder of this game. Mm. And essentially, it uh, felt like this was... I'm not ripping on this game or anyone who likes mm. it, but it felt like this game was written by someone... Tr- uh, 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 how do I say this? Written by a frat boy. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, it's very... It's I understand. It's very bro... Bro Cody. Very bro... Very... <laughs> yes, yes. It's very much the bro mechanics, yeah. No, no, it's true. It's, it, it, it is... Very oorah. Very yeah. semperfile. Yeah, um, I think... I can't remember which one, but I think it's three or four is the only time they actually start putting women in it. Like, because people were like... <laughs> I, we get that the world's desolated, but where are the, you know, girls? <laughs> yeah, there's later, probably still women around. Yeah, okay. later on they do actually add those. But yeah, the first few are very, bro, yeah, let's go kill things. I think I think just after you escaped from this jail that Marcus Phoenix was in, uh, one, of the, one of the crewmates in the helicopter looks at you in amazement and he says, oh, are you the Marcus Phoenix? And then yeah. you reply in a grisly voice, yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, and then right. he says, awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. And I just I, kept thinking, wow, you, is this real dialogue? Is this really what they wrote for this game? Yeah, it's Are these true. bros just fist bumping each other? <laughs> killing things? It's one, I don't know, maybe it was a, maybe again, we're too spoiled now. Because I remember back in the day, I don't mean, I know, maybe myself, granted I was a teenager, kind of. Like an adolescent, I was like nineteen or something when this game came out. Um, but the, there, there is some stuff that I actually do love. That's like I'm not, not really in this game, but the 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 team mechanics. You have Marcus, the the guy you got out of prison. You got Dom. He was the guy who broke you out of prison, basically your best friend. And then you had Cole, uh, the big um, like energetic black fella. Who's, <laughs> Were who's you awesome. about to say the the big the big guy? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, and Baird. And they've actually... Now, granted, I've played the other games, so I know the backstory. They've actually got some interesting, like, character developments, but it doesn't really go much into that in the first one. Okay. Like, Dom, it hints that he's searching for his wife. Is the, the, uh, the resurgence happened, his wife went missing, and his whole thing now, the reason he's fighting against Locus is he's trying to find his wife. And that develops, I'm not going to do spoilers, but that develops the story down the line. Marcus, of course, has massive daddy issues because his dad was like a super clever scientist guy that helped make the hammer of, I can't remember, I can't remember the, the satellite shooting system, I can't remember what it's called, Hammer of Dawn or something. And he's, he's a hero and Marcus was always in his shadow, so there's a big daddy issue there. And Cole and Cole lost his parents and he was a super... Kind of like NFL, or, or not NFL, uh, football, NF, the National Football League. It is NFL, sorry. Uh, that is big, NFL, yeah. Uh, big. He was a big version, their, their version of NFL player who's worth millions. He used to play sports, and then he, his, his, par- his parents were killed, and so now he only wants to kill locusts. In, fa- in fact, some of his backstory is that he won't take any promotion. He's been offered promotions upon promotions, but he wants to be on the front lines because... He believes his job is just to kill locusts because his, he lost his family. How much of this is in the first game, the one that we're reviewing now? Um, it's it's tiptoed on. The Dom thing is okay. definitely in there. Marcus is okay. definitely in there. Yes. Baird, it, yeah, it's very lightly... It's There's foreshadowing, let's put it that way. The first one has the foreshadowing of it all. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm leaning towards the the main narrative for this game is just being a badass uh, mm. killing aliens yeah it is it, it it is it's your introduction to marcus and his team and they are badass there's no there's no doubt and that is basically you're right i might be delving too much into the actual history but no 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 you're right this game is relatively just that premise it's to build the 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 baseline of and they planned this game to be a fully uh, i think initially just a trilogy but they planned that from oh, the oh did they yeah this wasn't a, oh, that changes uh, things a bit. Yeah, this wasn't a once we'll try this game to see how it works because you know they generally planned this as the the the, the big game for Xbox and it, I believe it was a three game okay. contract at the beginning. So the first That's game, like you said, was to build the foundation, uh, and the second uh, the second game is far more narratively driven in my opinion. It does have a lot more. Um, personal aspects and characterization in it. That is good to know. But the first game is very bro and yeah. 
that is that is <laughs> that is exactly the vibe that I got from this. Mm. The, in a moment, in a way, the, I mean, this is a game, but mm. it's almost like they're trying to fantasize war. Um, yes, no, yeah, instead no, of yeah, yeah. it being super gritty, handling the reality of it. If yeah, the human yeah, no. race were to be almost wiped out, and people are still just going around fist bumping yeah cool (laughs) bro no it's you say that one of my favorite things about cole is he's called the cole train and he often (laughs) he often woos and goes he goes woo and he and he goes and he goes around like do badass moves killing uh locusts and he generally has fun at doing it um but yeah (laughs) so it is very (laughs) bro-y it's like yeah high five that's hilarious but it is at the time Granted, I was a teenager. That was brilliant. I loved it. I loved Cole. He was my favorite character. That's my next point. That's exactly my next point. I wrote this down right here. Um, Mm. This is a game uh, 1,000% for teenage boys. And if anyone loves this game now, it's because they were a teenager when they first (laughs) started playing it. That's true. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. But I'm standing on that hill. Yeah, this is no Last Among Us... uh, the Last of Us, sorry, Last Among Us combined, combined. You know, it's not got any gritty characterization. It is just like every, every. It's basically a game of what you think you are whenever you play paintball. You know, when you you go out just, paintballing and you think you're the best, yeah, yeah. and all your bros are going to get your back and stuff. Yeah. This is that, but in a gritty dystopian future <sighs> with all your friends and yeah. with a saving the world element. But there, I know there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's something. No, absolutely it's basic, not. But it's you know sometimes basic escapism is just some of the best stuff you can get. Exactly, just exactly. I'm just ripping. Things. I'm just mm. <laughs> ripping on this game. But you're a hundred percent right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this. It's it's not my type. Yeah, and I no, think no. I missed the boat on this entirely. Yeah, you haven't got you. You unfortunately don't have that. Like I said, what we were saying earlier, no. the nostalgia hit which oh, I think a of course lot of a lot of gamers do have to like that and that's why it's like i say it's fun that with our views will be so different especially our score later on because i've got yeah. that nostalgia hit massively and you're like why are these big burly guys so like nonchalant about trying to save the world and why are they have so much fun um why are these big burly guys so big and burly yeah, I, all of they them. are they are huge. all of them i remember that yeah why is everything so muscular in this future <laughs> But yeah, okay, anyway, we'll we'll jump straight into visuals. What did you think? Yes, let's jump straight into visuals. My first thought, why is everyone so big and burly? (laughs) That's true, they are. (laughs) I think everybody thought that. And and one thing they also noticed is that everyone's quite, if you compare the environments, everybody's quite short. (laughs) Like, they're all short and burly. If you notice, like, people are super... If you super analyze that all the locusts are taller and live underground... But we live above ground, and they're all smaller than us. Also, we're all smaller than them. And if you look at sometimes, there was somebody, I remember reading or watching something. If you look at the uh, doorways you walk through, and then you look at the size of your character, it's like, why were they building six-foot doorways, but the characters are all only four-foot tall? But anyway, no, somebody (laughs) noticed that. They're (laughs) really burly. They're like burly hobbits. You know, they're still badass burly <laughs> hobbits, but that's what they seem to be. But anyway, visually, I'm, okay, what do you think? I'm getting this feel. <laughs> I've read, I found on, uh, uh, when I was researching this game, that this game was spearheaded by somebody called Cliff Blazinski. Yeah, that's right. I know that name. Yeah. Right? Cliff Blazinski. Mm. After checking this guy out online, this looks 100% like the actual target market for this game. <laughs> Yeah. Just the, this bro dude posing with guns. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can, no, it is. And <laughs> chain necklaces. <laughs> yes, and, you know, and cogs. Yeah, because that's a... It's, <laughs> it's, it's, met, it's metal work. Yeah. No, this, this game is... Bur- <laughs> it, it, everything about it. But, like, yeah. there, was, there were some things visually... Yeah, again, these one of these legacy games that, in in my opinion, I may have missed out other games that did it, so I apologize. They They... If you notice, they do like a grayscale, like on everything. Like to when you play the game, you notice well, everything. There's no bright colors. Oh, 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 okay, right. So the the color for the game. Yeah, which right? is one of the they they do that to denote uh, the desolation and like the dystopian aspect of it. It's used quite a lot in movies and other things now. Yes, but, but I believe it was 
I believe in my personal like when I was playing games, this is one of the first games that did that to add that level of despair, so to speak, to make sure that the, the colors think didn't come. You're 100 percent right. Mm. This is one of the first ones, but it start. But I mean, it is definitely not the last ones. I remember no. a load of games mm-hmm. in that entire generation all just looked very, very brown. Yes, they all. St- uh, Fallout Three was one of the f- the other yes, games that always remind, exactly. reminds me of Fallout Three. They did even the, same the thing. Last of Us on the mm. PS3 to a certain extent, just super brown. Yes, Why? Th- yeah, it, it it was a, it was a big and kind of like the the hot technique to use in that period of time. I'm not yes. sure about the Last of Us, but it was it was the key technique to add that layer of either dark brown, dark blue, dark grey to add uh, despair, and it kind of works. But like you're right. That later on it just got too much like everybody was doing it and you were like and there were actually parts of gears of war that i actually think are too dark because of that oh that premise because they've done everything so dark there were parts where um later on you take on tickers which are these uh bad guys that blow up they're a real pain in the ass because uh, if you get, okay, if you get hit by especially if you're playing hard mode if you get hit by a ticket it's an instant death you can do nothing about it oh no and sometimes you just can't see them like, you're shooting at them, and they'll go into some shadow and stuff like that. And once they've hit the shadow, due to all the, the, the grayscaling, sometimes you just can't see them. Now, granted, I am nitpicking a little bit, but that can be really frustrating. No, of course not. But that is an issue with the game in this case, then. Mm. Of course, you can adjust your brightness. Yes, intrusive But the default level for... Mm. Exactly, but the default level should be good enough for you to be able to see yeah. things that wouldn't prohibit gameplay. And you got to think that they like visually. They also invented some of the most iconic. Like you've you've heard of the lancer, the uh, the the gun with the chainsaw. Now that of course, yeah, that was that's probably one of the most iconic things that came out of this game. No, hundred percent. It's one of the most recognizable weapons in gaming history. I remember reading a uh, next to like the Buster Blade from Final Fantasy VII and oh, yeah. some of the Halo weapons and even a Link's Master's Sword, I believe it's called. You know, yep. it's one of the top iconic uh, weapons of all time. And, you know, they developed totally. this ridiculous... Totally. Like, you say, like you say, it's very bro again. Bro, guns are awesome. Do you know what else is awesome? <laughs> Chainsaws. Oh, yeah! Let's just put them together! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, high five! It's a brilliant idea! <laughs> but... <laughs> It's funny, but it's true. But it's great. There's, no, there's like, there's nothing. It is. It is. Wrong with it. it is. <laughs> I am totally agreeing with you, although I don't 100 percent like that I'm agreeing to it. <laughs> yeah, but it true. is. It's just. It's very cool hmm. on a sh- on a shallow on a. Sh- yeah, we we, we I, we I don't know how to be, say this. We all want to be evolved men and like higher than all this, but there were just yeah, some but, things that talk to our inner child. Exactly, like a chainsaw games. gun. Yeah, exactly. A fart joke. Gun. Yes, exactly right. Like nothing's better. Pull my finger still makes me laugh to this day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the visuals for this game, I think the one thing that I did really enjoy was uh, the length that the developers went through to show the extent of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I really liked how these huge buildings that were ruined looked like. These are buildings from modern civilization, and yeah, they were no, no. ruined, and I really liked the way they looked. Mm. No, no, they, they, they it, did take a lot of time on that premise. You're right. They built the, the atmosphere in the world really well. I, think, I, just, I just played this about an hour before we started recording, and mm. before one building, I, we needed to go through the building. Mm. And I thought, well, I don't want to go through. Maybe we can go around. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go around, and on the one side there was a ruined bus, and on mm-hmm. the other side there was a, 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 a like a ravine in the middle of the road with some mm-hmm. sewage pipes and just an absolute pit. They mm-hmm. could have just put walls there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 lots of games do. Yes, I agree. They they took. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't know if it's this. I don't think it's this one. But other gears. There's even ones where you go to a, a old football stadium and stuff like that, and a, a theater. And stuff like that, and to see how run down. But they did take a lot of love into taking the initial concept and see how they can make it grubby or broken or, or yeah, you know, just sad. You know, it's sad to see uh, a civilization that was at a peak and then just got destroyed by, as we've seen in many games. But it, there was something visceral about seeing that that makes you Agreed. almost uh, more involved in the story because you want to, you know, it's something that can connect. You can connect with. 
which they do do very really well in like, this game. They really do. Yeah, I really do like that. I think that, and the one only other thing that I liked about this game is the size of some of the bosses. Oh yeah, I, I used to know all their names. The bosses. Uh, you mean the? Which one were you? You 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 don't come up to a berserker, but did you? Some, up... the, some of them were big things, mm, mm, and it only gets bigger in the series. I know. Oh. Um, that is cool. That is cool. That mm-hmm. act that triggers some lights in my primitive brain, and I like oh yes, it. no, one hundred percent. It's like the whole premise of monster hunt, monster hunter, big isn't it? monster, big taste, taste my chainsaw gun. <laughs> That's right. It's, mm. it's, no, it is. It, it, yeah, again, it's the it's the like oh we're tired of killing all these small things. Let's make something big, and let's put <laughs> rockets on its arms. You know, cause <laughs> it's you know because a big like dinosaur is not enough. No, we need dinosaurs with rockets on their arms because it needs know, to. It needs to breathe lasers. Yeah, these burly men could, you know, could arm wrestle a dinosaur, you know, and they'd win. They need something <laughs> more nuclear. They need something more dangerous, and, and that's what they did. And I absolutely, again, I'm agreeing with this the entire time, but I'm begrudgingly liking all of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can understand. You know, it's <laughs> it's that inner child that's winning out on our conversation right, today. Right. Okay, what did you think audio-wise then? Because I like the, well, I like audio, the idea I wasn't... that you've not played it. So I like the idea of hearing, because I will have a bias, so and you won't. Yeah, yeah no, of course. The Go audio, on. I was not as impressed with. Um, mm. First of all, the guns. I didn't get far, but the guns did not sound great. Even the Lancer, it just, it just sounds like a lot of, if, I mean, a lot of pew-pew noises that <laughs> does almost sound like a gun. Mm. It doesn't sound impactful or impressive or mm. i don't know i just wasn't impressed with the sounds that they used for the guns not at did all you, did you manage to cut anybody in half with the chainsaw i did <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and just, immediately afterwards <laughs> i did it again because it was so much fun so much fun right that's right okay just it checking is. to make sure you use both aspects <laughs> of the guns I did. For, and okay. i almost i almost i mean it takes a while to cut through a locust with mm-hmm. it with your lancer mm-hmm. And in the middle of this animation, I almost crushed my mouse and screamed with Marcus. Because it was so, because it was so epic. Um, yeah, no, it is. When you, the first time you do that, you do spend almost the entirety of the rest of the game just trying to find moments where you get to do that again. Exactly. Right. Even if it's stupid and you're surrounded by enemies, you just seriously want. And That's hell, the you, thing. It's, ju- it's, ju- it's, it's just, just stupid. It, <laughs> no, you should take cover and shoot yeah, them with headshots true. at a distance. But, but no, no, you want to go cut them in half with That's your chainsaw right. gun. You always think, is, is, is that one close enough? I think that one's close enough for me to run over there and just cut them in half, right? I might take damage. <laughs> yeah, I'm <exactly>. fine. That's fine. <laughs> My shoulders as... will cover me. Yeah. But yeah, that's. But like. The audio, I understand what you mean, gun-wise. It's one thing I, yeah. I guess I didn't, I didn't really look too much into it, but you're right, they're kind of one-dimensional sounds. You know, you got, you got yeah. like you were saying, you get more visually from the guns than you did audio-wise, because what there's, there's, I know you didn't want to get there, there's a sniper rifle, and when you, okay. like, shoot, you shoot them in the head, you get that lovely, you know, the, the head disintegrates because it was a good shot. That is it. nice. Um, and yes, of course, the chainsaw bit, but that's more visually um, entertaining. Uh, than it yes. is uh, sound wise you know um, yes and maybe a, a bit of gameplay as well uh, with mm, the sound yes. another thing that I was perplexed by is the soundtrack for this game uses a lot of orchestral tracks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would have thought that a game like this would use a load of rock or metal even well I don't think that that was at, at the time that wasn't I know they use it now. That's the thing. I know well. it's. I just don't think at the time right. that was it, a gimmick. That was a gimmick enough. You're right. It was. No, all you're right. It is mm. definitely a product of its time. Mm. But I was just a bit perplexed. Oh, I'm listening to an oboe now. <laughs> Was being okay. a cutting somebody exactly. Out. <laughs> and there's a clarinet. Yeah, that's right. Trombone. That's Why that's is right. there a violin? Give me some metal, please. <laughs> it's like the, they were like. Oh damn it! I forgot that I ordered an orchestra for this. <laughs> oh, we might as well use them. Okay, now let's. Now I do what you mean, and it, it's a bit of a disconnect. Um, yes. In that regards, because you would, you like I said, like you, even I know it's a today thing, but like even some d- weird dubstep 
Oh, dubstep would be really cool. In I the, guess in so, or something like that. You know, I, yeah, you're right. More hardcore, energetic type music. Um, I think what this game was trying to be was what uh, the new Doom ended up being. The yeah, the the, the latest Doom, right? Yes. yes have you played? You mean, have you yes, played either of them? Yes, I have. I've, I've, I've dabbled. I, I can't say I've actually played it properly. But yes, I have. Um, was it one called? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. It's called Eternal. Or was that? Yes, Doom in 2016, and then Doom Eternal, which got yeah, released that, in 2020. Yeah, yeah. I think those games achieved what I'm thinking this game was going for. Yeah, it's what you were looking for when playing this, right? You were looking for the yes, same yes, type yes, of yes. atmospheric and uh, gameplay combo, right? No, you're yes. right. It is. It is, and I. It's one of those weird things. You know, when you you're in a fight uh, scenario and the music changes, and then when you finish the fight, it, it kind of does that doom where you know there's no bad guys around. Exactly. You get you get uh, cued by the audio to tell yeah. you that okay, the fight's finished. Now it's a traversal time. Yeah, exactly. What do you think of? Th- I I I I'm always on the fence of if I like that or not because. In one way, I like the idea that, okay, there's no bad guys around, so now I can explore yeah. and find cogs and reload and all this jazz. But it also takes away the like the stress. You know, like, like if you were playing Resident Evil, and then all of a sudden there yes. was music that said that you're not in danger anymore, it would kind of destroy the atmosphere. Like, that you know that you, you can go around this corner and nothing's going to happen. Oh yeah, well, but, I... I... I get what you're asking, but Resident Evil and Gizmo, they're going for totally different atmospheres. Yeah, it's true. But I have to, Resident I have to, Evil, it wants to keep you tense. It wants to yeah. keep the tension because you're its bitch. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like that should be the tagline of uh, Resident Evil, the next Resident <laughs> Evil. Um, and Gears of War, it's all about just being a total badass. And if you staying tense and in cover is going to add five seconds between now and the next fight that's true no, yeah, you're right. no that's you're right. that's not that's not gonna that's not gonna fly the game will then need to tell you you're done let's go no, you're, let's right, go. you're right it's time think, for the next yeah, fight it's like, it's like there's almost an arcade aspect isn't it like like you know like an arcade yeah one, and i think this game room. it got released in 2006 which was still kind of closer to the arcade era yeah, yeah. than we are now yeah no 100 percent. hell even the um Xbox 360, the cheapest console, was called the Arcade uh, Edition. Because oh. it, it, it had very little oh, that's um, cool. space on it. But I remember the first one being called the Xbox 360 Arcade Edition. And then it was that's very cool. Pros and Slims or whatever the hell the new ones came out called. So yeah, <clears throat> but how about the voice acting? Audio-wise. <laughs> Again, I don't understand. This is the <laughs> same problem I have with Aloy. The same problem I have with Geralt. Mm. Why do these main characters have these low gravelly voices that shouldn't be heard by anyone with mortal ears i don't get it it's annoying the graspier voice the more badass you are why is it so why is it so raspy it's like somebody's (laughs) holding his vocal cords against the cheese grater it's almost like that set that they play on that premise when cigarettes was cool and it used to destroy (laughs) it's destroy your voice and so now because they used to smoke cigarettes they got that yeah you know, yeah. my voice denotes how much muscles I have. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but you get it. It's that, it's the I'm same here thing to kill we... locusts and smoke nicotine. Yeah. And I'm all out of nicotine. <laughs> and, uh, the cold train. No, it's one of those... <laughs> but I think it does build into the bro thing you were talking about earlier. It adds to... Yeah. And you're right, all of them are badass voiceovers. You know, it's like they got... Uh, okay, can you do that voice, but can you do it a few octaves lower? And pretends you've had a throat infection, and that's your, that's your, that's the uh, voice we want, because <laughs> only badasses have that voice. I don't, it I don't was know. it was a total product of its time. It I'm was. not I'm not dissing on this track mm. or, or this game. I'm just saying it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's basically audio wise. You know, you don't really. There's, they don't have the most amazing audio aspects to it, so... No, okay. but that was an interesting point that you raised, that mm. the audio track would uh, subconsciously inform you of what the game is, what the gameplay is turning into, whether oh, yeah. it would be a fight sequence mm. or whether it would be a, 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 a traversal sequence. Mm. I didn't think about that, and I think whenever a game does that, 
that's not trying to tear you apart psychologically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, it is. It is a handy mechanic, especially um, a lot of the uh, Xbox achievements are finding the the cogs and. So it gives you time to try and get those as well, which lots of people of course are achievement hunters. Yeah. You've got to find and all the little uh, dog tags, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so it gives you time to do the two aspects, the shooting, gunning and killing. That and I the, like. The I like discovery that. and finding, yeah. So it, I think know, it this, does work. I think this game did a lot right. Yeah. Chief among them is the gameplay. Yes, I, 100%. This is, this, this is where... It's hard, like I said, you've got, to, you've got to review it for its age. This is where it really was like the leading legacy aspect you know um, true gameplay waves we we all know we all play the uh cover system now in a lot of over the shoulder games we all like the uncharted games and mm-hmm. uh, many and and yet again i believe i may be wrong i believe there was actually biotic commando or something i yeah. can't remember what they did it first but it was gears of war that put it in the spotlight the the cover the jumping behind cover being able to change from one cover to another to, to, to mm-hmm. move round cover in a shoot 'em up and it did it well it's very know. good it is so well done and it's and it's it's almost refined even the 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 shooting from cover when you just lift your gun up above you and just randomly yeah. like shoot off it's so it, it's the one part that is really done very well they put a lot of time into it and and to this day it's the reason why it's used in other games because it's such a solid uh, mechanic to use yeah i've been uh, riffing on this game I've been riffing on the story, the huge guys, the brownness, the underwhelming audio. But um, I'm not exaggerating when I say that I really did like the gameplay for this game. And mm. I agree with you that I think this is where a load of uh, modern third-person mm. controls, gameplay controls, came from. It was yeah, from this game. Just like mm. first-person controls came from Half-Life and Half-Life 2, this mm. is where third-person controls came from. No, I agree entirely. This was the first time... And I remember it being a big point of people reviewing it at the time. The cover and shoot system was yes revolutionary, for lack of a better term. It was, uh, it was and it was, and it was just so well done. You know, you, they could have so easily messed it up, like with with, with uh, frame rates or issues on stuff like that. It was so well executed, and that's why, yeah, again, that's why people use it so much today because it's such a, a grounded. And they were, I believe, they they mainstreamed it, and that was one of the reasons. Yet again, it got yes. so popular. Um, and one thing I realized with the cover system for this game is you can have an excellent cover system like this game does. Yeah. It's really good. But a cover system is only reliant on the actual cover that you place in the terrain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true. Very right? True. The one thing Bad Boys Miami did, it had a horrible <laughs> cover system, oh, it but horrible. it also did not have any cover in the terrain. No. It was just it was just doors. It was always exactly. pretty much only the entry doors and that was about it. And it was, that was so bad. But yeah, this so this is, game this, had an excellent cover system, but it mm-hmm. also just it's it's a simple fact that a lot of games overlook have cover on the terrain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this true. game did that. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. shift between them at the press of a button. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It's cool, and, it, and it's a silly mechanic, but it's one. I know it's weird. It's one of the things I really liked is that you know when you sprinted, right? You kept your head down. I know it's a really <laughs> it's a really weird mechanic. <laughs> But, I you didn't know, notice it, that. It's one of the times where when you sprint, they actually use the common sense of, well, they're still shooting at me. I should try running whilst crouched. And I can't that think is... of a game that, <laughs> other game that does that. Any other mechanic, you're always upright sprinting like you're at the, the Olympics or something like that. But this, he so, actually, you actually keep your head down, which is actually quite... Your... Yeah. No, 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 I no sorry. I, was, I, was I, know, I just enjoyed. You. I enjoyed that little bit of weird realism, which I swear I've not seen in other games. I might be wrong. But the idea it that in a, in a firefight you stand up straight and run to cover and then you duck down just seemed bizarre to me. I'm agreeing with you again that mm. that is cool. In a firefight, if you mm. sprint, you keep you duck, you keep your head down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of a crouch sprint almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Right. It makes absolute sense. Mm. But why does he need to still do that if he's <laughs> not in a <laughs> fighting <laughs> sequence? I knew you were going to say that. It's very disconnected. <laughs> it's very weird when you're just going in the hallway and he does that for some reason. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Walking. <laughs> That's true. They kind of like missed that point. That's true. It's a, it's a double-edged sword, obviously. And I guess what did, so. What did you think about the reloading mechanic? Because that's a very a love-hate. I couldn't people. figure it out. I could not figure it out. I don't know how I was supposed to do that. I tried reloading and then pressing the button again in the yeah. color 
spots. That's right, and the little bars. Maybe right. I missed it. I don't know, yeah. but I could never actually manage to <laughs> reload quicker when I did that. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Am I stupid? Um, Dave, am I stupid? <laughs> you could be, because... Don't <laughs> go, <laughs> I don't know. I... I didn't find it that hard, but that said, I was maybe I was using an Xbox controller and you were using a Logitech thing, so maybe there was uh, maybe there's a bit of a weird disconnect there. I don't know what the controller setup was. It is hard to do. You press reload yeah. and then you press, I think it was R one or L one, um, right in that little bar, and then you get the the sweet reload, which powers up your bullets. Which I'm a fan of. Is that you, what happens? You yeah, get powered up bullets. Yeah, your your next magazine has, I think, the first few shots are more powerful. And you reload oh. quicker. But if you mess it up, you reload a lot slower, which can be very tense when you're, of course, trying to not die and something's charging you. So it adds a, a, a win-lose mechanic. So you could try to get the increase in okay. damage. But if you get it wrong, your reload will take twice as long. Or like you said, if you just reload normally, then you you don't you don't take the risk factors in any way. Okay, that might be what happened to me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But because it, it like, reloaded, mm. it took a long time, and I could never figure it out. Uh, it take and it adds another dimension to almost the pressure of a of the the scenario, which I always I actually enjoyed. And then there was also another mechanic, which I yet again I I think they spearheaded to some degree, but I do see it in other games now. This is. This is one of the yeah. only games, apart from cutting locusts in half with the chainsaw, which is visually visually and just fun. Everybody should do it. You also had uh, head stomping and leg shooting. Now, I don't know, you probably didn't get that oh. gritty into the combat, uh, combat but um, one of the things when you've, you've downed a, a locust and he's doing that weird little crawl for somebody to come help him, you can, okay. actually, you can run over to him and do kind of a visceral head crushing with your foot. That is, is... Oh, mm. I thought the first game that did that was Dead Space in yeah, 2008. Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So this game did it Same first? Up. Yes. It, it was wow. even... Yeah, again, I think it was an achievement um, thing to, to head or curb stomp like five of them or something like that. And not only yeah. that, there was another mechanic which, yeah, again, they use today is shooting them in the legs if you're... Um, if they're running at you and stuff like that. If you shot them in the legs, they'd fall over. So it gave you some time to find cover... Or, huh. or reload and stuff like that, which is, it sounds silly, but it's a really interesting little strategic nod that if they're charging you, or even worse, if you've got like three bullets left, you could aim all three at the legs, trip them over, and then you could reload in time before they got up again. Which Oh, man. Again, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting this gameplay dynamic. It is, it is, this is very nice. Yeah, again, which you see to de- into games today. Yes, but this the uh-huh. again. This was the first game I remember seeing it, thinking, "Wow, that's cool." Hell, there was even a. I think it, there was a hint saying, "Shoot them in the ankles or legs to make them trip over." I forget. You know, there was, and this was revolutionary stuff. I know it sounds funny now, but this was big in the. No, you know, no, this no, was, no. This was I crazy. get it. You know, um, but it does. I know. Uh, I found. Did you see any? What would you? What are any negatives to gameplay you didn't like? No, no, I don't. I don't. Um, just that the controls didn't work super well. The controls didn't work super well, but I think that was just because they couldn't find that sweet spot for uh, movement and uh, looking around just yet. I mean, this is 2006. Yeah, no, exactly. So no, it's not exactly. as tight as I would like it to be. You could do a lot of things and mm-hmm. you could murder in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But fun. they weren't super tight for me just yet. But it might just be because I'm stupid, because I'm just <laughs> figuring out now how to reload in this game. Yeah, no, it could be that, I must admit. But there were, there, were, there were some mechanics, like, I remember I had an epiphany with this game, because we had my cousin around, and he was a teenager, and he, of course we were playing it, so he wanted to play it. Yes. And I remember he started a new game, and he played it on normal. Mm-hmm. And I was like... <clears throat> Okay, you got to do this, you got to do that. You got to Oh, you I was like, "No, you got to hide behind. You got to cover, take cover, take cover." And I was shouting at him, and he wasn't taking cover and he was just shooting things. And then I realized that he was just shooting things and the screen was going red and another mechanic I think they did, the whole life bar being the screen that slowly lost uh Oh, yes. I think that was a Gears mm-hmm. of War mechanic which And then he didn't die. And then I was thinking to myself, "Damn, you like this game is potentially too easy. 
I don't know if that came across with you, but he, I, I watched my teenage co- uh, uh, cousin play, and he's not great at it. He's not playing good, and he just kept going into these rooms, and he just kept shooting things like a normal person, and it's, but he just wouldn't take enough damage that it would actually be that much of a threat. And oh. I thought, I thought to myself, that was literally one of the key moments where I thought most games I will play from hard from now on because. I just watched him clear out these rooms upon rooms without dying. And he's not amazing. I'm not saying he's headshotting everything and stuff like that. I just thought this game just, he didn't die once. And I was like, what's up with that? This game is too easy or normal. And and there were other little mechanics. You never got there, but there's a thing called a berserker, which is uh, like a big armored locust. And his whole attack is just to charge you like a bull. And then you've, oh, got, okay. you've, got, you've got to just dodge out the way, dodge out the way, get him outside, and then you use the satellite thing to shoot. Kill I him. see. And that just seemed really like almost like a mini game inside this 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 shooting <laughs> frenzy. You had to like yeah, come sense. on, come on, follow me. Oh 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 oh, you oh, missed. Just there, oh. right there, right there. Oh, yeah. stay. And and you couldn't do anything else. You couldn't shoot him, chip him up. Mm. Nothing worked. You had to take him outside. And I thought that's a bit. <laughs> Like, well, it's like playing a chase in the schoolyard with a big baddie. And they... Uh, like, come on. Come on, Cliffy B. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a strange mechanic. Give me lots of new bad guys to try and kill. And yeah. Give me special ways to kill them. Cool. But a little, like, follow the leader and then using the, the, the satellite, the, 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 the hammer, the dawn hammer, or whatever it's called. That's quite fun. But for, did you use that mechanic in the game? And I swear it's like two or three times you've got to do the same thing. Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, one, you had to get him out of a mansion to go outside, and one, I think you were in a, a mall, and you had to get him into the centerpiece because the mall had a glass ceiling. And it's the same thing each time. You're just like, oh, God. It's one of those bits where you hear him scream. You're not scared that he's here. You're just you're... like, oh. Like, oh, okay. Put the, put and the then you start away. looking around at your environment. Yeah, yeah you're like, okay, where, where was the last time I uh... saw some lights? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird okay, disconnect. I can impale I like him that. with that flagpole. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, exactly. Drop him off that wall. Uh, uh, uh. Which, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, if you think about it, environmental kills is yes. also very cool and creative. Yeah, but lovely. if it starts feeling like a chore, yeah, yeah you've done something wrong. No, exactly. And I don't know why, that I just didn't like those bits and the bit and especially as they're bits that are supposed to fill you full of terror because yeah. it's a big like indestructible bad guy. And it's yeah. <laughs> and it's just not it's just this really frustrating follow me and the and sometimes the camera would get really hard to track him because Oh no. Oh no. Like I say, I don't uh, it's like they dropped the ball a little bit there, didn't enjoy those sides of things, especially when the other part is so much fun, the shooting and the yeah. and everything else is so much more epic and then you've got to do this follow me yeah. toddler berserker type aspect. But apart from that, gameplay, again, like I was saying, the, the red screen when you get hurt uh, again was a, a revolutionary thing. They're, they're still using that. They're using that mechanic in Resident Evil, aren't they? The um, I know in Village... Mm-hmm. I know in Village you had the, the watch that showed you your lifespan aspect. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't but, heal over time like it does in Gears of War. Oh, no, no, I just mean that uh, you displays on the screen when you're not feeling that well. I remember, I think... In, oh, yes. In Resident Evil, don't they, like, uh, make your vision kind of start to blur a little bit in the corners of your screen? I think so. I've not played Resident Evil Village. Oh, if you're not? Okay. But and I know that... Unless I'm just saying that this was one of the precipices of gaming where they used that mechanic instead of a health bar. You know, we we were all in the health health bar in the corner. I would not be I would not be surprised at all. Do we want to go into the multiplayer? It did have a multiplayer. Oh yeah, it's one of the key parts. It's both a plus and a minus. Yeah, it had the first horde mode. Oh, do you know enough about it, or we could could we slot that in with value for money? What do you What do you want to do? I know a bit about it. I can't say I played it. I know it had horde mode, and I know it was both a hit and a miss. I can't remember. What, oh, yeah, because a lot of the achievements were attached to multiplayer, so you couldn't get 100% achievements right. without doing multiplayer, which I, I always I think get that it. sucks. And I some hate. of those achievements, I've got oh, a friend that yeah. I think is still gunning for some of those achievements, um, and the servers are almost going to close down or something. Oh, yeah, no, a few games have been like that, haven't they? Where you can't get yeah yeah so the servers before gone. the servers close down you and a bunch of other people online mm. need to coordinate yeah online like matches a, because a the lobbies already. are so empty yeah it sounds like a nightmare already yeah oh yeah and, oh, yeah. and sometimes they're ridiculous like put six hundred hours onto versus matches and like oh uh, 
I hate that the, the, the achievement sign. As soon as I see achievements that are online only, I don't even try anymore. No, me That's neither. But I must admit, I do get the the uh, the insane, the insanely unrealistic satisfaction of getting <laughs> one of those achievements. <laughs> the endorphin hit. Well, yeah, probably. the endorphin no, we, hit exactly. I've got no, the platinum okay. trophy for Zero Dawn. I'm never playing that game again. <laughs> no, I can imagine that. Because yeah, I, like anybody else, I play the games and then I'm like 60% achievements. I'm like, this game's good. Maybe I'll get all of them. And then mm. I get, I like put 10 more hours in it and I'm now at 65% of the achievements. And then I'm just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, thank you. I'm not, I'm not making this my second job. Some games, it's, <laughs> it's all right. But no, some games, it's just ridiculous in my yeah. opinion. But anyway, um, uh, did, it's a- should we yeah. jump into performance? Let's do that. Okay, I we, So here's here's where we've got some of a disconnect because you played yeah. the original version on the Xbox 360 while I played the remastered version on PC Game Pass. Which, yeah, which in theory means you must have had more bugs because mine was built around the console uh, technology at the time was yours is because of computers and PCs and all the different graphics cards yeah. and all the things that can go wrong, they generally do go wrong. So did you, what did you, did yes, you experience? Yes. Anything wrong? I did. I did experience something wrong, but it wasn't uh, gameplay glitches. Uh, I mainly had visual glitches, which were uh, horrible. Like, like we talking like Skyrim level of horrible, or oh no, <laughs> not no not no not uh, Fallout seventy six levels. Oh yeah, okay. So, yeah, so I think the main problem was that this game is a remastered version mm. of a two thousand and six game. And mm. this one came out in, I think it was 2015. Yeah, yeah, that sounds This Ultimate right. Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2015, which was seven years ago. And mm. I, on my computer, which is not a bad computer at all, I had frame drops. What were you, running at 60 or 30? Out of curiosity. No, it was supposed to be running at 60, but regularly it would just chug along. It would fall down all the way to 30. Oh, ouch. That's horrible. It's just, yeah, when you're... That's. I'm just saying that's very noticeable when you're you're doing sixty. Extreme. It's extremely noticeable. It's not yeah. supposed to happen at all. That's not strange. at all. And this, these frame drops would happen often Is this um, when, on this game uh, that does not look good at all. Was this uh, if during firefights or 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 just you know general casual play and it, you, you'd notice like turning around quickly um, or something? <clears throat> no firefights. It would. Uh, happen when i would traverse from one space to the next and i can only imagine these frame rates happen because the game was busy loading the next section yeah 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 no i can imagine yeah you're sprinting from one cover to the other exactly so down these long hallways Mm. i would get uh, 40 to 38 uh, frames oh wow that's because it Mm. yeah and it's just a hallway bigger places no, no, no exactly right be it's fine no exactly you so expect it, it yeah. leaded me to deduce that it was loading the next area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which isn't good like i said if you're going to remaster no. something this is something that's kind of the whole exactly point. right <laughs> it's kind of the whole point no. so it runs and it and it had smoothly. a couple of times it would take a very long time to load in textures Oh, I so hate all that. over the place, no, it would yeah. be fuzzy, lame Yeah, I textures. hate that. I hate it when you, you've loaded into an area and then you slowly yeah. see the textures start coming, popping onto the screen. Yeah, that's... that's right, the, yeah. yeah. Now that would happen. So I, I, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's disappointing. So I had these visual glitches, but that was about it. Okay, that's not, that's not too bad. It's not great because, no. you know, can you imagine buying that game full price because it got remastered and stuff and you had that same issue that that would really wind me up yeah oh, no, you have I, anything on no the like i said because it's built for the console um i had some issues like i said i'm not sure if this is performance or again how it was built you know you you'd take cover and you'd be behind a rectangle that's a certain length i still yes. i swear that if you wanted to jump over it you had to be in the middle of the rectangle but if you were to the left or the right of the rectangle it wouldn't let you do the jump um oh okay the mechanic you know it wouldn't wouldn't do the leg yes. over the top type running thing and sometimes when you've got like the longer you had like long rectangles that you could see was actually made up of three different rectangles yeah yeah you could see they didn't fix that mechanic so the only oh, no. so when two rectangles hit each other you couldn't jump over those because 
because they didn't see that as the middle of those rectangles. Nah. Anymore. It was rare, but I did see, you know, there was one time I actually died because I was trying to run, jump over this cover and I was <laughs> trying so much, a locust just came up to me and cut me in half. <laughs> like, you know, and it's, it's silly, cut but it's frustrating. Yeah, which is, it's not as, and strangely, not as fun when you get cut in half as much as yeah, you yeah. cut them in half, just as a weird side point. But yeah, but that's uh, it. Apart from that, it actually it runs quite well. It does. It's not, of course, amazing. This is still a 360, so graphically it's 30 frames per second, and yeah, um, that's what the system was capable of. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, but so, but it is. Yeah, I, I, I had no issues with uh, Gears of War at all. Really, I'm just nitpicking. So, besides the performance, I think for this game, the value for money is actually pretty great. Yes, I thought so too. It is. It's like we were saying earlier. You said on Game Pass, it's there. It probably will forever be there, won't it? Because yeah, it's a it's a figurehead game for Microsoft and Xbox. So it's and like I said, if you do have an Xbox 360 and you want to get hold of it, they're everywhere. You can go on eBay, go to your secondhand store. You know they are. It got printed in so many millions that you can easily get your hands. And of course, the digitally, it's not that expensive either. So. Um, easy so, to I mean, chances of. are, mm. chances are, if you've got an Xbox 360, you already have a copy of this game. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hell, even the consoles came out with the, the game as part of their bundles the, about ninety percent I mean, of the time. I mean, this game is a—it's a very nice package mm. deal. Mm. Not only do you get a campaign, but you could play this if you've got a separate controller. You can play it co-op, oh, yes. split no, screen, that's, right? That's one thing I forgot. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it's great. And yet again, today, if you have got your bros, go play switch screen. Costs you nothing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And you're right. And yeah. it's on one TV, or you know. And and nowadays, if you think about the sizes of TVs you get, you know, that's actually not that hard anymore. You know, I remember playing oh, no. s- split screen on like a a 27 inch TV, and then you're you're squinting to see where the bad guy so you can shoot them in the head is. But now, you know, I was just at the shops the other day. Like the smallest TV you can probably get. Well, the smallest is like 32, but your middle middle range TVs are now like 55 inches wide or, you know, size. Which, with co-op now, it makes you wonder why there isn't more, like, split-screen co-ops, because it would be a lot easier. I know, maybe oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm looking for a bygone age. <laughs> I, no, I, I, no. I, I want my Mario back and all the other things <laughs> that are co-op. I don't know. But yeah, it's got a solid, it's got a solid uh, co-op, which does add value, you're right. It definitely, definitely does. Even with the co-op and the multiplayer, there's mm-hmm. a, this game can keep you busy for a very long time. Oh yeah, there's a lot of bang for your buck there. If you really dive <laughs> deep into it, there is a lot there. Um, and like you said, it's so easy to get hold of. It's so... Um, it's Like I said, it's, it's that fun, visceral, inner child type, doesn't take itself too seriously yeah. type of game, which... Mm. You know, if you if you think what's going on in the world at the moment, it's the type of game you kind of need. <laughs> I guess you know, so. That's a good, a good point. Bit of escapism, like I said, go yeah, out yeah. there. If, you get, if you've never played it, like someone I know, um, <laughs> <laughs> go out there and give it a go. You might as well. There's there's nothing yes. there's nothing really bad about it. And like you said, it's like sorry, like I said, it's like an ancestral game. It's it's like going to the, the museum. It's one of the games that. Is the reason some of your favorite games are good now, like that's, albeit Uncharted and all that, and Halo and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it, that, they all have that backbone. That's reason enough to mm. play this game. That is reason enough. Mm. No, I agree. What did we score <clears throat> it? I didn't actually look at the scores okay. yet. All right. So after playing Gears of War, uh, Dave and I we tallied up our scores. Um, we threw it through our sheet, through our calculator, and we gave Gears of War the letter grade rating of. C, yay, which yeah, is respectable. Yeah, it's it is it is. It's funny because when it came out, that game would have been an A, but we got to compare it to uh, now, and it ages well. But that's about it. It ages well. It doesn't <laughs> age amazingly. The gameplay, the gameplay definitely aged very well. But yeah, nah, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, shum. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good C. I think it's a good grade. I think that's a. Like I said, and, it, and it, you can't see that you can see that I graded it higher than Nick because of my nos- I got a bias, a nostalgia aspect. Whereas, yeah, Nick somehow has never played it, but it does actually give a nice view. You know, it gives an unbiased view, which 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 was how it got a C in the end. 
Definitely. Well, I didn't not like this game. I liked most of it. Hmm. Um, the playing parts, the shooty parts. I did like that. But yeah, Gears of War. I've never played it before. Now I'm glad I have. Yes, <laughs> but probably won't again. But <laughs> the sequels, I'm never going to play the sequels. No, the sequels are good. It's still a bit yeah. blurry, but they do develop some characterization in it, so it's well worth it. Uh, how about telling us what's up for next week? Uh, next week, it's uh, one of our Indie 500 games, again, yes. which it's always exciting. I don't know, I'm falling yes. in love with Indie games. It's a game by a uh, uh, New Zealand studio called Ashen, which is uh, what seems to be a strongly co-op-based um, third-person fighting game, which I don't really know much more about it. Everybody seems to have heard of it. It's getting great reviews, but I'm very excited to play it. It looks great. Same. And I, yeah, Again, New Zealand. I love the idea that we can get our hands from, on these games from like random other countries. I, I look, you know, Man. We, we, I look, I'm excited. I, I love the idea that we get these IPs from same, same. little countries. This is the future. I'm not saying New, New Zealand's a little country, but you know what I mean. This is why we've start, This is why we started the Indy 500, mm. so we mm. can get our hands on and review these smaller games from lesser-known studios and yeah. <laughs> bring light to them. Yeah, exactly. I'm it's, it's so much really fun. looking forward. Yeah, it's so much fun. Right. Um, I, is there anything else we need to do? Not really. We can, can we? we can. No, okay. Thanks for joining us on listening on our... Ge- the, no. That was close. This has been our <laughs> review on Gears of War. <laughs> it's... It's Gears of War. I don't know what else to say. It is Gears of War. There's no really, there's really no other adjective no, that you can explain is. this game with. It's it Cliffy B. You could it say is. that as well. That's very true. It is very Cliffy B. This is a, this is Cliffy B original. This is yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could uh, follow me on Twitter at It's Time for Nick. You could also catch Critical Arcade on where, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, mm-hmm. and you could also find us on YouTube. We are now available on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Please subscribe, tell people. Exactly. Subscribe and tell your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Are you Marcus Phoenix? Yeah. <laughs> tell your yeah. parents. <laughs> Listen to Critical Arcade and tell your parents. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dave, uh, where could they find you? Oh, if they, try, they can find me. And if they do find me, I did just so happen to purchase myself a Lancer. And I've always wanted to cut somebody in half with it uh, so who's gonna be first yeah who's first yeah. like i said it, 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 this is i'm excited I've, I've i've oiled it all up and everything it's sitting right on my it's shoulder good to right. Go. yeah right <laughs> thanks for joining us on this episode of the critical arcade podcast we'll check you next week cheers everyone cheers